podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the adventures of Toxic City Comics, baby. The podcast is back in full effect. We are super hype. We are super excited. We are ecstatic. We are. I am out of words to explain my excitement about this thing. But we're here, man. We're launching season two right now. Um, Stay tuned. You will hear a a dialogue between me and my new co-host, Mr. Bill Kurtner himself. We are super hype and proud and again excited that he is coming along this journey with us Bill is an amazing guy um, comic enthusiast, music enthusiast just all around general pop culture king of sorts that knows everything about everything or a little bit about everything I should say in this pop culture world that we live in every single day here at Toxic City Comics we're excited to have him here Um, that's it, I just want to let you know season 2 starting up right now you're about to go on this adventure we are doing this thing, thank you for all the love and support to all the listeners who have come to me and been like yo man where's the new season i'm like it's on its way and we are here today is that day baby season two me and mr bill kurtner sit down and talk about comic cons baby in houston texas let's do this now it's Toxic City, baby. I am your host, Chevy Chavria, the excellence of podcast execution I with am, my new producer. I am your I am your producer slash co-host slash girl in the driver's seat, Bill Kurtner. How you doing? Right. Man? We might have some extras running in on here. We were sitting no, here chatting no. in the back room um, of Toxic City Comics, and we said, why are we just... This is a great conversation. Let's record it. Let's see what we do with it. We're talking Comic Cons, baby. We're coming out of Comic... It's, okay, it's convention season. Yes. And you guys, uh, the Toxic City crew not only were at comic palooza but also space right. city we, comic we Con. had a booth at space city we it was um given to us i'm, I'm just nice. I'm throwing all the juice out nice. there we didn't pay nothing for it baby nice. and but it was like we couldn't sell anything was the trade-off so we just had to let people but you know, know what exists. though but building the brand and yes. getting name recognition kind of works out big time it, it looks like you guys had a lot of fun it was exciting we got put right next to the restrooms so my slogan for that week was if you gotta pee come see us <laughs> come see <laughs> me come <laughs> give us a high five that's our thing <laughs> If you got to take a Duke, come give me a high five. I want my uh, hive synonymous. Do you, now, do you want the pre-Duke high five or the post-Duke high five? I'll go either way. I trust people to wash their hands. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a hopeful guy. You're way too trusting of geeks, all right? I am. <laughs> so... So let's, let's was, talk, talk about let's talk about Space City first. It was like, so they put us by the bathrooms, and then to the left of us was an empty table. To, across from us was the empty table. Cat corner was an empty table, and then on the other side of those empty tables were other booths. So we were just really solo in the corner by the restroom. <laughs> so thanks for that free table, guys. So but no. What 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 was what was the attendance like at Space City? Um, I, I, I was decent. Yeah. I I don't know the exact numbers. I I, I never felt. Where at other conventions I've been to, sometimes you're like, man, I don't want to go down that aisle. You know, yeah, so yeah, many yeah, people. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get that vibe from it, but it seemed seemed pretty decent. Um, you know, uh, we uh, like I said, the third day or the one of the last days they came over to us. Somebody who fi- like we didn't see anybody who worked for the convention the whole the whole thing, and somebody finally comes over and is like, why didn't y'all scoot over? And we we're like, 
Can you do oh, that? Oh, really? I mean, yeah. Like, really? Well, and then, like, this other random... It was random because there was an artist there, and I can't remember his name. I should have got it. But he dressed and looked exactly like Spock, like Leonard Nimoy. Like, he's oh, wow. a tall dude. Some of y'all probably seen him. I mean, like, he had the haircut. Like, he wasn't wearing a wig. Yeah. His hair was cut like Spock, and uh, he was well over six foot, you know, probably six four, six five. So he's a tall, lanky guy. Comes over and is like, why didn't y'all move? And he's, like, four or five booths down, and we're like, this is like... One day to go, right? And we're yeah. like, what, what do you mean? He's like, you're making the convention look bad. It looks so empty. You need to, you need to take over spaces. And we're like, bro, we don't like, we, we're just here. We're told not to sell nothing. Damn it, Spock, I'm not I a know. real estate advisor. Calm down, calm down. <laughs> so it was, he was pretty intense about so, it, you know. So I know, and and most it, people, it's hard to take anybody seriously dressed <laughs> like anybody in a Star Trek uniform. But continue. I, I know that Space City Comic Con had a little, uh, a little controversy this year. Very, with, very much so. With the uh, the the uh, sons of anarchy, it was the saddest thing in the world. The first time we heard about the controversy, me yeah. and I think a friend of mine, Stephen James, big shout out to Big Stevo, was rolling around with me, and um, he this. And I kid you not, I'm painting this picture, and it sounds like I'm making this up, but I'm not. This old lady with the walker comes up to me. She's walking, and she says, "Do you boys know where an ATM is?" And I was like, "No, ma'am, I'm not sure." <laughs> And uh, she says they're not take they're not honoring my passes. She says they're only taking cash, so now I have to go to the ATM. I think they're Aww. working on a refund for me. And Aww, I was so sad. And I was God. like, well, first of all, I was like, this might be a crazy old lady. I don't know what's going on. But once I heard the official story, I felt so bad. Well, well for okay, okay. Uh, first of all, how old was she? Do you uh, think? I'd say. I mean, I'm bad with the ages, but definitely in the 80s. I'm she had a walker. 80 year old woman that watched Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. I don't know. You're right. I didn't think about that part, but all white hair, you know, and and kind of hunched over a little bit. Oh, God. So had a, um, you know, just had, she's looking for an ATM, you know, because she needed cash because they wouldn't. So to give the listeners a little bit, if you weren't up on what happened, and most of you do, most of you that are listening to this know what went down or know the gist. Um, the Sons of Anarchy guys had a panel the Friday night of Com- of uh, Space City Comic Con that, to, to, to long story short, was a bit disjointed, disorganized, and almost, I don't know if we even went off. Um, I The panel you're talking yeah. about? Um, I, from what I hear, and this is all hearsay, nothing official, yeah. this is Chevy, like, hey, I heard this back alley yeah. kind of talk, was that the, um, the sound engineer team they had there the company didn't get paid didn't get paid yes. so they were like nobody's on my stage yeah. until we get paid yeah and so, so so that that ended up going on later than they expected uh to boot the next day um charlie hunnam the uh award-winning actor that was in pacific rim <laughs> you like that yeah i like pacific rim i don't uh, like charlie hunnam uh, okay i like pacific rim he's kind of unsure i've never really he's kind of a wiener oh is he uh, would you it, fight him uh, on the air, no. Charlie Hunnam. We're not trying to start fights. No. I'm just questioning. No, I don't want to fight anybody, but I also, uh, I it just seemed like a kind of a just a wiener. That's okay. just, I'm just. I see, you know, on my old show, I couldn't. I, I we weren't PG, so <laughs> okay. I'm trying to keep things. We're going PG there. You can go 13, but wieners. Yeah, you know, I understand. Uh, penis head. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, but um. Because when I think a wiener, I'm thinking like a weak, like like Millhouse type, you know. But when you say okay, you know, we go douchebag. I'll say douchebag on the air. Okay. We go douchebag. But uh, the the controversy was that he showed he rolled into town and did not. The they gave him a credit card number to pay for his hotel room. Uh, the credit card was not honored for some reason or another. He threw a tantrum about that. Then he showed up to do the photos. 
And let me tell you something, boys and girls. If you read the articles, and if it's true, I guarantee you in the next year they're going to introduce some taxation into these photo booths because if he's really generating something like 50 or 80 grand for a day's worth of pictures and handshakes, oh yeah, they're going to get taxed. And I think that the, the dumbest thing that either party could have done was to speak out of school in this publicly because all it's going to do is to take a few politicians locally to go, are you telling me one actor got 80 grand yeah. and that that it, that if there was 100 actors there at a, at minimum let's say 50 grand right. uh, now let alone some no, of those I, actors are making no 50 grand bro some of those people hey hey you know don't you say nothing about Jason Frank from, uh, you know, from Tommy from Power Rangers oh yeah so. Jason David Frank you know huh? <laughs> he might be you know he's from he's from Utah he <laughs> might be if any of the Power Rangers are making bank I'm gonna go with him okay definitely right. not um the uh, pink, I guarantee the Pink Ranger would make double well, Amy Jo Johnson you know uh, what I'm saying she's in that I guarantee you Billy sorry Billy yeah. I know you ain't pushing those numbers what about the black guy you know <laughs> I don't want to go there but racially, <laughs> racially speaking he might be able to pull that card no oh, oh. oh green rangers making this much but oh. the black ranger ain't making is the yellow ranger still alive no she died she the original did. the original the original, the original yellow ranger that was yellow nobody oh, notices when we were kids passed away man. in a car wreck but then they brought a another one along and i think she might are you saying that no one noticed uh, well, when I was a kid, I wasn't like, um, I wasn't like, oh, the Yellow Ranger's yellow and the Black Ranger's black, and you know, I no, mean, I was. But are you saying that when they replaced the Yellow Ranger with a different Asian girl, that no, no one noticed? No, they wouldn't have, but um, they did. They, they they replaced her with the black girl, so it was very noticeable. Did they really? I think so. Her name was like Keisha or something. I, I was. Whoa, I dude. Mean, yeah, dude, that I could I could be wrong. You just, if you're wrong on that one, that's a really big. <laughs> uh, oh, it's getting it's getting a little touchy, but no, I think so. I think she even had like uh, dreads or something. I don't know, but uh, um, I could be confusing her with the uh, <laughs> with the girl from from. Well, Keisha Knight uh, Pullman uh, from, from Cosby? Maybe, maybe. Ooh. I was like, was she Rudy? I, yeah. uh, no, a little Rudy, Rudy Huxtable. I, uh, but no, they, um, they, and then, but yeah, so the yellow one was yellow and the black one was black, but I mean, they kind of got away with it because the red one was not a Native American. So, <laughs> boom, 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 back to con uh, season. This is weird. This got so, weird real so quick. So, the Charlie Hunnam thing, basically, mm. he was harassing his photographer to make sure he got paid like every hour on the hour, his cut of the... Of the photos. Okay, I didn't know. And then there was something about... Well, then I heard from a source very close to the Space City camp. Yeah. um, Pretty much um, a couple people that were working on staff there. That, I mean, it was in their contract. They weren't getting paid till after. Like, you you get a down payment. That's generally how things Exactly. And that's what they were like. Don't get me wrong. They weren't like... Oh, defending Space City by any means? Because I know the particular um, people I was talking about, they were like working at Space City and then were like, nope, we're out. Like they changed their shirts. Like they took their Space City yeah, shirts off. I and heard like, a lot of we're, we're walking around, you know, but they said that's definitely the, you don't you don't get the money up front. You get, you know, paid afterwards. But Anyway, to to, to get to our, our, the end here, you had a good time, but let, I did. You, yeah. were, you were on site. Right. Do you think there will be another one? No. If if I will be a thousand percent like surprised and almost have to like check every single source if yeah. there's I think Space City buried itself. I you think, think so? It's a done deal. I, it wasn't just this one like over the years we've yeah. heard tidbits always to deal with money and not being paid either venues or people but it was or so whatever. So close um, to Comic Palooza to blowing up. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, so close oh, okay, in time. I mean, yeah. three weeks. 
Well, the, the original story is Conclusa always has their con Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Um, I, again, I, this is all hearsay. I could be lying out out of my teeth. But, but that's about the time frame. But, yeah. um, well, they always do Memorial Day weekend because they always have Mondays an extra day. It's a four day con, yeah. and, and veterans get in free for Memorial Day on on. That Monday, well, about ten years ago or so, Microsoft pre-booked the George R. Brown that is the location of of a Comic Palooza, and there's nothing they could do about it. Like yeah. they booked it years and years and years in advance to do something, whatever. And um, dang, Microsoft's on their game, baby. And so I uh, I can't even book dinner reservations on time most of the time. And so I uh, I've never been to a restaurant that I need reservations. I just want to let the people know. And um, they uh, anyway, so they had to bump their. Con back, Comic Palooza, and Space City came in and said, "We're going to take that weekend. We're going to do a different location, and we're going to make it big and bad." And this is the first time the entire Sons of Anarchy cast has been together at a con, from my understanding. Wow! I think this is that was Charlie Hunnam's first con he's ever done, actually, from what I heard. Yeah. And I don't think it left a good taste in his mouth. Um, there well, were there were rumors of the whole cast holding up the owner of yeah uh, so I heard all that and I heard, but I don't think it was a hold up like they went to his room were like you're not leaving this room till you pay us and he was called the cops and the cops were like you can't really do that the only know. person I would be scared of is Ron Perlman oh yeah yeah well those dudes are pretty big dudes I mean a, yeah. lot, a lot of those guys yeah so. but Ron Perlman looks like he's eaten someone before right 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 Danny Trejo was there too and I, he was there I think he was there as Danny Trejo and oh by the way he's also part of the yeah he did thing. but Danny Trejo is Danny Trejo so he doesn't really need so. So I mean, I'd be kind of scared. He's a little so, dude, but so, I mean, he looks like he's yeah, he's 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 bitten somebody in the sure, face oh, before. Yeah, he's done time. Like, I just want to hang out with him and yeah. be like, "Hey, you want to be my grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> Will you be my uncle? Well, yeah, I'll go with grandpa. Tell me a story, okay. grandpa. Grandpa Trejo. So, Charlie Hunnam actually did another con three weeks later. He did Comic Palooza, right? Which I thought was excellent PR. I don't care. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know the story of that. I thought it was excellent PR. So let, I thought it was one last stab in Space City from Comic Palooza. Yeah, a competitor. So you let's know? let's talk about now the difference between you were at at Space City and then three weeks later you were at Comic Palooza. Let's yeah. talk about that. Massive attendance. Massive. I mean, it feels like I said I've never been to San Diego um, or anything, and I'm it's not saying pretty it's damn not close from what I hear. You know, but I hear these stories of the, the turnout and everywhere you look. And I was there at 10 a.m. on Saturday, which that's when the con opens and yeah. the aisles were already packed with people. Um, if you go to our Facebook page, Toxic City Comics, like there's videos of me and Dirk Strangely, who's an artist in our gallery. He had an awesome booth there, and we were kind of hanging out with him, just filming around. And there was people everywhere as soon as the door opened. Yeah. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, that's when. That's so. where I first met Dirk six years ago. Was it the the original? It was, I think, year two or year three when they were only on the third floor of the convention okay. center. And so that, and I met him in his artist row. Oh, they were, like, I mean, they took up the entire fl- bottom floor yeah. of Comic of, of uh, George R. Brown. And then um, there were also events on the every third floor. Yeah. You know, so panels and um, gaming and everything. I didn't even make it to any other floor. I went to a panel. It's it's hard. Um, I mean, because there's so many people there to get around. I mean, it's, but I mean. It was. I mean, it took me almost the entire day to walk the entire floor. And I I didn't even personally make it to the celebrity side. So I didn't see Charlie or Hunnam or anybody else on the autograph side. I I just didn't have time to make it over there. And I was only there for a day. I didn't know. We didn't go the weekend thing. We're kind of conned out of Space City. So were you there with a table this time? No, we were just kind of walking around, um, handing out flyers. Uh, my main goal was to grab new artists for our art gallery that we have at Doc City Comics to um, just kind of the other artists been here for a year, you know, we just kind of want to switch them out, bring in fresh, yeah, little, little fresh blood, variety. get people excited, and we found some awesome, awesome artists. And Mission you're gonna accomplished. Hear, yeah, huh? you're going to hear more nice. coming up, you know, nice. about that. So, 
So, what did you, anything out of the ordinary did you see up there at Um, as far as, I can't say out of the ordinary, you know, um, I, I thought it was, I mean, just massive, man. There was huge, like, usually you can go to a con and you look at something, say, in a, in a dealer booth or an artist alley booth, and you're like, I'll come back. Let me think about yeah. that. You weren't coming back. No. Like, you weren't making it through the whole thing to a lot of times to make it back to this booth. Um, so if you saw something you liked, you either picked it up or you didn't. That was kind of the deal, unless you really oh, yeah. pushed or really got out of the way. So I thought that was interesting. And, yeah, you, uh, being at the con so close together, you just saw the different levels of, of the con. You yeah. Know? And, and I think Comic Palooza is pushing. I think they're now the largest as far as size go. I don't know if they're talking about square footage or whatever in Texas. Um, oh, yeah, and, and easily. Might be, easily. Yeah. I, I don't see why a lot of these cons aren't starting to get together. Yeah, uh, you've got OniCon in Galveston, which is right. the, well, which that's is, more anime. Yeah, yeah, which is strictly anime. Uh, which you, y'all really need to look into being a part right. of, right? Even and though you aren't. Uh, yeah, it's, you got, uh, it's Halloween weekend. Yeah, so usually in Galveston. So, um, but there's also uh, the Texas Frightmare up in Dallas. That, well, I've never been to it, but I would love it's to go. Really cool. Yeah, but they they need to start thinking about combining. You know, maybe maybe Space City Con, if they're still around. N- never happening, but we'll continue. But some of these guys need to combine, like, two or three of them yeah. together. I know there's a, well, okay, so there's Amazing Houston as well. But yes. that's like, an, I, I, from my understanding, I think Amazing is actually a traveling con where yeah. they have Amazing Houston. I know they have Amazing Hawaii, which I know some artists were like, we don't even care if we make money. They just go out yeah. there, and they, if they break even, they're happy. Exactly. Um, and so Amazing bounces around to different places around. And, and other than that, man, um, I know there's there's a lot of toy shows starting to come up. Um, we're in talks of putting one really? out in November. Like, uh, but toy shows? Like, just tra- simple trade shows, man, in different hotels. Oh. You can find them around. And I hear a lot of these guys... Um, you know, they, they, they're, they're exciting. They're cool. They're fun. They're just guys selling out of their booths, little toys, whatever. And it's, it's not the, and there's two sides of it. Cause some people like the massiveness of the con. Like they like being around the celebrities and they like being around the cosplayers, the cosplayers. Yeah. And then there's some guys, we have a friend, Mr. Derek Thompson, who will join us on this cast when we you know, really start going. Friend. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I, <laughs> this guy I know No, he, um, and he gets so talk, mad. What's about wiener? <laughs> he gets, I know, right? He gets so Frustrated because he'll go to these large cons and he'll be like, "There's only four comic booths. Why do they call it a comic con? They should take the word comic out of the name." And instead of and, calling him Derek, just call him frustrated. That, <laughs> right, right, right. That's pretty much him. Yeah. What do you hate? <laughs> I know, right? Are you reading his Facebook every, every day? So, what do you hate about life today? <laughs> no dumb answers. I like that he asks what people what they hate, but he won't accept any dumb answers. And he raises them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this guy. But yeah, yeah, we're talking about your Facebook, bro. Yeah, you need new sticks uh, on it. But so, so the difference between the two is kind of night and day. The two different shows. I think so. Okay. Oh, you're talking about Space City and yeah. Conclusion. I, I feel yeah. a massive difference. I mean, once you get there, you see. Just being candid, nothing. You know, I want to say nothing against Space yeah. City, but I heard they screwed a lot of people over, or whatever. But they, uh, their attempts, they're shooting to be Comic Palooza, and they're falling short. I mean, yeah. but they're not there. The Comic Blues has been around a long time. It, it a lot and of the a lot of the complaints I was seeing was organization yeah. with Space City. Like uh, the right hand wasn't talking to the left with a lot of those with a lot of the people that were volunteering right. versus the people running the show. Right. So I, I would tell any con when we when I went to uh, the first time I went to Texas Frightmare, it was very uh, there was a lot of disorganized. You know, it, there was a lot of lot of yeah. people didn't know what was going on. The next year we went was spot on. Um, this year, I met Danny Trejo. 
You met Trey. I, I, I went. I was not planning on buying anything. Nothing. I was like, I'm not going to spend money here unless yeah. I find something I can't have. So I'm walking through the lobby. It was right after the um, lady with the walker. It was like oh. minutes afterwards. <laughs> I was. Uh, I look over and Danny Trejo's at his and I love Danny Trejo. I think he's just Who awesome. Everything about him. And so I'm looking at him from afar and I'm like, oh, there's Danny Trejo. That's so cool. I go to walk off and then it's almost like I blink my eyes and now I'm standing in his line and I'm like, what? How did I get here? And I blink again. I'm at his table. I blink again and you can buy a picture. I look at these pictures and I'm like, ah, I already have his autograph. Somebody gave me, gifted yes. me his autograph once but I'm like, I'm going to get something else with a different picture. I really love him. It's one of my favorite people on the face of the planet. Again, I want him to be my grandpa. And so I look over at this table and there's just a machete sitting there so if machete could sign a machete i'm so excited i was like i'm, I'm in it and like i just all of a sudden i'm holding money that i, I don't have <laughs> i shouldn't be spending in my hand and i'm handing it over to this lady and she takes the machete and he signs it i try to talk to him and i'm a big lucha underground fan it's a wrestling thing and he's i, I want to see the he, show he, i mean he, I i've seen dudes go triple flips over the top rope land danny trails in the front row and i'm like oh nice. and so i try to and the lady's like moving me along like you're done here, you we have your money and Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Craig from B-Movies and Ebooks. And if you don't know about B-Movies and Ebooks, it's basically a podcast between two lifelong friends. We cover horror movies, cult movies, and B-movies on a bi-weekly basis. And also, we talk about the latest genre fiction we've read. So after you get done listening to this fine episode, head on over to iTunes and search for B-Movies and Ebooks and hit subscribe. It's easy to do, you'll be entertained, and you're going to find out about a ton of titles you never even knew existed. And so this time I did not get that Danny Trejo experience because we were being rushed through the line by whoever I don't know if it's his wife or just his lady that was there. His but that's business. that's that's a yeah. real testament to the the handlers right at Comic Palooza because I've been in those lines not for myself but for other people. Yeah. And well, no, no, this was actually Space City where oh, I was got, it? where I got okay. it, now that I think about it. Yeah, this was Space City, which would bring me to my next funny because we just mentioned the lady in the walker, yeah. right? And so we we got, I get I buy this machete. They don't hand it to me because they can't, but they hand it to a guy that's like six inches next to me, and then I walk another three inches around him, and then he hands me the machete. Like, as long as I'm out of this line, <laughs> inches, I can. And now I'm thinking, I'm at a, I'm at Space City Con where everybody's pissed about the Sons of Anarchy yeah. thing, and they just handed me a machete. Like, I'm like, <laughs> this is not good. But so I cherish my machete, signed by machete. Um, that was pretty cool. A friend of mine actually at Comic Palooza though yeah. met Ric Flair, which again I'm a huge oh, wrestling the Nature nerd. Boy in the most oddest place. Like Nature Boy, just woo! I love Ric Flair. I love how crazy yeah. he is. He's a he's a limousine driving, high fine, you know whatever. His whole spiel, I just, ah. you know spiel. I love it. This dude says I'm standing at a urinal. His name's Remy, and he's actually wants to bring a uh, movie studio to Houston, which maybe yeah. we'll talk to him later. But he's a cool cat, and um, he's actually finding funders right now to actually start building a full blown studio. Yeah. In Houston to start filming shows and movies, and I think that's awesome. But Remy's talking to me, just a guy I know, um, met through Dirk Strangely again, and he, uh, like, bro, I was at the urinal, and standing next to me comes up Ric Flair, nice. and I'm like, what did you do? And he's like, I, I finished peeing and I left. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, yeah. If Ric Flair is standing next to you at a urinal, you look him dead in the <laughs> eye, and you just. Woo! And if he if he woos back, can you imagine the story that you have? You're wooing oh, next to Ric Flair while peeing in urinals. But he he missed a spot, man. Remy, you missed your spot, bro. If you ever listen you, to this, you, you didn't live life to the fullest. I, I didn't. I, I mean, I just I would woo at Ric Flair from across the room from a restaurant. I mean, he could whatever. I, I don't know, but I so so I was so. 
your your conventions are interesting. I've been to the newer ones, but I grew up. I'm a little bit older. How old are you? I am 33 years old. Okay, see, I'm 40. Right. So I grew up in a, a slightly different time, pre this whole new like 10 years ago. Right. New so convention. I only started going to conventions probably maybe about five, six years ago. Yeah. And I'm I'm cheap, bro. I hate spending money well, on I, stuff. I, I the mean, only reason well, we I both go, have family, so right. You, and, and, you feel and, guilty. And, and, a lot, and speaking of, and that's the only down thing I can say to Comic Palooza from what I hear. And again, if we're just being real, thrown out on the table, their prices were way higher than they ever had been. And I don't know if they were, you know. Adjusting because the size of it this year, but uh, I get in, I get in a lot of my friends or have booths or whatever. They have extra passes. They kind of hook me up, and so that's the reason I'm kind of find myself at a lot of cons. Um, I don't really like paying entry fees. I ain't gonna lie to you. And so um, fifty dollars a day is a lot of money, right? And I think it was like fifty seven from what I hear. Ninety dollars this year for a three day pass. That's you know, a lot I, of money. I could be wrong. I, I mean, other people might come up and say, "Oh no, no, I did this." But from what I hear, other people were complaining about it. I overheard, and that that's a lot of money. It's a lot of screw. And but- so. Back in the day, I used—I mean, I—I I was going in the '80s and '90s, right? And a con was basically like a really big dealer's room. And I remember when the the sea change was happening when you started getting artists and writers there. And in night, it was '93 at Rice University. I went to a show that had a whole writers artists line where you could get autographs: Rob Liefeld, Todd McFarlane, Matt Wagner, Evan Dorkin, uh, John Byrne, Chris Claremont. Uh, Jim Lee. I mean, there, and there was probably three or four more that I can't think of. Oh, uh, uh, the guy that did the Nightfall, Batman Nightfall covers, the really cool Kelly Jones. I, I Those really it. crazy, really great looking art. But I mean, even the handful that you actually knew that you named, yeah. I mean, that's like comic royalty right now. That, you know? And okay, you know how much it costs to, to get an autograph from them? How much? Nothing. And the line is about 30 minutes. And so, so these cons would pay these guys just to come sit here. Yeah. And they wouldn't charge for. It's all it was. Just yeah. free, free autographs. You go up. We talked to Evan Dorkin for 20 minutes. We talked to Rob Liefeld. Uh, Tom McFarlane, a little standoffish. They'll the yeah. sign it and walk away. Jim Lee, nice guy. Right. Chris Claremont would talk to you. John Byrne would talk to you. I mean, all these guys were just like, hey, you know what? Right. I think Claremont was like some of the original like Gambit stuff, Uncanny X Men. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 I think first appearance of Gambit. You know, to me, it's a big difference because I've gone to stuff. I mean, Craig from B and E and Brian Delaney and I, we've all gone to like different to different cons together, and it's it's very That's interesting. B movies and ebooks, yeah, the B movies and ebooks guys. Yeah, but it's very interesting to see how the climate is so different, and also watch it. I watched as it changed from, you know, what I grew up in. Slowly over a twenty-year period to becoming what we're seeing now, which is kind of this whole, you know, you know. And I think it did start. It's it's kind of all trickling down from San Diego. You know what I'm saying? Like San Diego. I I don't understand how they can call it Comic Con. It's. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is kind of comic-y, but it's it's pop culture. They're more pop culture. It's movies. It's act. I mean, like you got like I'm saying, Oscar award-winning actors hanging out. You know, and um, you know, a lot of. The newest, hottest trailers are being released, and so everybody—that's the biggest, grandest stage of them all, as they say. Yeah. And now all these other cons are trying to mimic what they're doing, and, and that's where it becomes more of a pop culture festival than, uh, than you know, into the comics, which I, I don't mind. Like I said, guys like uh, our friend Mr. Derek Angry hates everybody on Facebook. Captain Thomason, frustrated, Captain <laughs> frustrated, Thomason. He, uh, 
he um, you know that's he, he wants comics he wants artists and, and I mean there's a, there's a large group of people that yeah. are, that's their passion that's their art and and that's it's hard to say man I hear a bunch of stores pop up and like even kind of what we do at Talk City Comics and I can't imagine us solely being like nope we're just doing comics that's I, it I you know that's I, you know you know so. being being a friend and, and patron of the store right but also knowing about business I couldn't see how you could exist right. on Strictly Comics and I see I see some stores out there that are opening. I won't say names that are strictly comic books. I don't know how you'll survive because right. those back issues can't fly out fast enough. And if you're relying on week to week on boxes, I mean, you and I both know, you know, that fluctuates. Right, right, and right. Not everybody's going to come Wednesday. We, I mean, we've been we've been over about a year and a half. We finally did a box little little box shakedown. It's still rock and rolling. Yeah, a little box shakedown, and we pulled probably. Handful of boxes. There's like six hundred dollars our cost of comics that people hadn't picked up in months. Yeah, you know. So it is. I don't. I don't. You know. So we we do make it off. It has to be a, a conglomeration of things: the comics, the the uh, the toys, the the high end action figures. We do t shirts. We even have like we just started a recycled. Um, like reuse, repurpose kind of section for people. Man, I got this idea. I was in uh, San Antonio at this like hat. It was cool. It was, I can't remember the name of the store, um, but it was half record, half uh, video games. Yeah. And it was literally like the size of like a two car garage. So you had to like if somebody was standing in your aisle, you weren't going nowhere. <laughs> like you had to wait for them to move to get around. It was so tiny. Um, but I mean like rat- bins and bins of milk, you know, milk crates of yeah. records. And I look up and there's all these like vintage rock and roll T-shirts hanging. And I was like, man, that's cool. And they they were a little high priced. And I was like. People buy these and shit, yeah. and they were like, people buy these all the time. I even ended up buying my wife a hoodie from a band we really liked. It. And it, Who we, was the band? It was MXPX. So, uh, <laughs> MXPX. Oh, wow. But it was one of the original hoodies. And my wife's such a fan. She's been following them since she was a teenager. She was like, I remember that hoodie. It came out. She told me the year it came yeah. out. Blah, blah, so I bought it for her. And um, it was super cool. And um, we were actually there because MXPX played with Five Iron Frenzy in San Antonio. That's why we went to go nice. see it. And it just so happened they had the... Thing, but I was like, I got this idea. My head's like, why don't we do that with like nerdy shirts or pop culture shirts yep. or whatever? So now, if you're out there, you got a bunch of shirts you got too small for, or maybe too big for. Um, <laughs> I'm working on that. Yeah, <laughs> you can uh, you can bring them to me, and we'll give you a little store credit, and then we'll try to re. Purpose re put this cool shirt out in the world. This, I got some cool old school vintage X Men looking shirts that this dude's nice. like, I don't wear these anymore. I mean, I'm like, this is one of the coolest shirts I've ever seen, really. Yeah. And stuff you're not going to find in stores, stuff that you, you're not, it's because stores are real, like what's cool now. So as soon as they're sold out, they're sold out. You're never going to find yeah, exactly. them again. And so we're trying to bring back that, that feel of, man, I saw this shirt. 10 years ago and I passed it up and I've never seen it since and uh, now maybe you never know yeah, you can cross it here especially in this climate of limited run now yeah yeah, yeah. you know you put, you miss something tomorrow it's gone so you know you got to kind of jump on these things right 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 these days. so so I, I on side note yeah. on the shirt thing I used to love 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 going to thrift stores and yeah. digging through and finding the most random Shirt. I used to be in this this band, and we played with this other band. They were named Captain Obvious or whatever. It was back in the day, and we were doing the show, and we went to the thrift store, and it didn't fit me, or I totally would have bought it. And it was a shirt that said "Happy Birthday Johnny," and it had this kid's <laughs> picture on it. It was one that somebody made him, you know. And um, it was small. I've never worn a small in my entire life. But one of the dudes from the other bands was like this skinny, almost weighed nothing. He ran to this thrift store because it was down the road from the place, and he bought it. And he played the show, and I just can imagine. Yeah, you're walking down the street as Johnny. You're Johnny, and this dude you've never met before walks by and has your childhood picture on this shirt. <laughs> How beautiful! I mean, it's just a beautiful moment in somebody's life. And so um, to recreate those, like, oh, I found this this needle in the haystack, almost. Yeah. Of you know, just that feeling of 
ah, it wasn't this. Oh, there's 50 other shirts on this rack that look exactly the same. I'll buy one. It's this is the one. This is the only one. It's in my size. <laughs> I'm in that baby. You know. So I found uh, at uh, Puffin Stuff in Pasadena like 10 years ago. I found a small brown. Hanson shirt, beautiful, and I was. Uh, that's when I was playing in Black Math, and I'm uh-huh. like, oh god, I've got to get this and wear this on stage. And I'm like, you got any in large or XL? I can sh- kind of move, it, <laughs> maneuver into a, a, a large, maybe for a show. And they're like, nah, man, just this, this small. And I'm like, yeah, that ain't happening. Right, and they judge you for like enhancing. They're like, yeah, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, what can you do? So, so we real, all have to umbot sometimes. In so our life. real quick, we're we're at the kind of toward the end of June. Okay. We're a month after the one-year anniversary of Toxic City. Okay. Let's talk about it. I mean, a year. It's been crazy. I know. We, uh, you know, and I, I always tell people, man, we're kind of cowboys here, man. We're kind of whatever. Like, there's was, there was weeks us rolling into this thing, like, high-fiving, because, hey, we made it this week. We yeah. don't have to close the doors. <laughs> Let's see what happens next week. And, and like, I love, 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 with an all-consuming passion, she's probably not listening to this, Miss um, Lake and Day used to work for us. And, I miss uh, her. Yeah, I, miss I totally her. miss her. She's amazing. She's so cool. I see her Facebook and want to cuss at her every day because she's not here with us. But, I mean, that's a scary process. Like, hey, I'm going to come work with you guys, and then we're, like, literally like, hey, we made it today! And yeah. I understand, you know, she got offered a better job, more money, more security. She went and did that, and that's awesome, and I always think about her because I'm like, how's that? I mean, she's, she was cool. She 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 ran yeah. with us for a while, but we're insane. Us guys yeah. that work here. There's only three of us, and Matt owns it. Matt actually pays to work here. Like he doesn't get yeah. paid, so he's still funneling money into the business. And um, you know, like me and Renee are like, okay, we made it this week. Let's see what we can do. You know, and um, that's that's kind of where we're at. It's, it's, it's kind of like a sexy pirate ship, right? I like that <laughs> with a lot of nerdy toys sitting around. <laughs> sexy nerdy pirate. Uh, right. There's a lot of like people just <laughs> puffing inhalers. <laughs> oh, so sexy. And piratey. I um, yeah, no, man. It's like I said. It's definitely an adventure. That's why I'm all about the adventures of Toxic City. You never know what's going to happen. You never know some of the people we meet, some of the crazy characters. That I mean, literally, the, I don't make up these people. Like no. I run into them, and some of them scare me. They just scare me. Oh yeah. And other ones. Are I met a few. Cool. Of them. Right, right, right. And um, and I would, uh, you know, like Derek's almost, one of them. I'd almost, yeah. Like I said, I'd almost feel bad for them if I wasn't one of them. <laughs> you know what I'm I, saying? I, kind I, of deal. And um, and so, anyways, yeah. Like I said, it's an adventure. Um, it it. It's it's just crazy, and we're growing every day. And like I said, people come in here all the time, and they're like, "Oh, I've been here in six months. It looks so full. It looks so packed." Yeah. And so, and I'm like, "Oh, that either means we're growing and getting more stuff, or we're not selling anything." Oh God, you know. <laughs> so, but um, no, like I said, it's been it's been good. It's been fun. We got some cool stuff coming up and planning. And we're trying to create more content for our Facebook page. Yeah. Do you know our social media? Trying to step up that game. We're like a hundred people away from two thousand followers on facebook so if you want to share our page and get get us put in there the, put the be, word out let's get it up awesome. to 2000, 2000 soon and then i'll be on the quest for three i'm taking over the world <laughs> and um so anyways that's what we're doing but um okay yes so from here on out uh we will be talking product what we've got what we've got in the store yes what we want to talk about i'll be reviewing some stuff to read beautiful uh next next episode uh we're going to talk a little bit in depth about dc rebirth uh um, rebirthing Rebirth. A few weeks out. Uh, yeah, we're, we're a month in, and next week we'll be, by the time we talk about it, we'll be one full month into re- DC's Rebirth. We'll also probably talk a little bit about Civil War Two, if anybody's read it. I read it. Do you feel like Rebirth totally shadowed that? I know we can. Yes. I mean, okay. Yes. Ooh, we'll hear more from yeah. Yeah, Mr. I feel Bill like, Kertner on I, his. I feel like Civil War Two is like a real afterthought, especially who they've killed off, mm-hmm. if you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just... Real afterthoughty. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll save it. Hold on. For-
But let's let's prime let's prime the engine here a little bit for next okay. week. All right. There's a rumor that Ghost Rider is going to appear on Agents of Shield next season. Dun dun dun. Have you heard who it's rumored have, to I be, possibly? Oh, my God. If it's not Nicolas Cage, I don't want nothing to do with it. Oh, you might. No, I'm just kidding. Henry Rollins. You shut your the beautiful, rumor, hairy mouth. The rumor going around right now, and I think it's wrong. Right. The, I like that we have no... We're like, it's a rumor, but no, we're going to talk about it like we the love rumor, it. Well, I love, I love talking rumors. Yeah. The rumor is... Cheeseman. And Henry Rollins may be playing Johnny Blaze slash Ghost Rider. On Agents of Shield, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, don't get me wrong. My boy Nick Nick Cage over there. Oh, that second <laughs> one, the Nick Cage. The first one I don't like, but that second uh, one, Spirit of Vengeance. Uh, you know what? I didn't even watch the second one because the, the second one, one is so, so much. The second so. one totally destroys the first one. Okay, good. I'll you, check. It's, it's just ridiculous. I'll check. I was just kidding about. Well, that. I got to bring don't get me wrong. I love Nick Cage, but we got. I, I got it on Blu-ray. I'll bring it up here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Blu-ray and Ghost Rider. All right, so. First episode in the can. Well, all right, man. We we literally have been talking about restarting a podcast, yep. and then we're just this conversation that we had. We were actually having just me and Bill hanging for, out for a month. And he said, "What are we doing?" And he just, "I'm recording this." And he recorded his this this whole conversation because yep. we were talking about comic cons and where they're at. And um, shout out to the guys in the nerdery too. Like we're uh, Talk City sponsoring their podcast, and uh, they're cool, cool, cool dudes. Not for children, not suitable for children. No. But if you guys check out the nerdery, so I hear they're doing awesome stuff. A lot of cool interviews from Comic Blues and Space City. Um, and uh, you know, I can maybe in the future bring those guys on, and they'll tell us crazy stories. Next they year we'll be interviewing. Uh, up there. Uh, maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. So I get into that, you know. So I don't. They do like yeah. They're they're uh, and I, I will say that they're pretty good. Comic are these cons are pretty good about getting press passes and people thing is you have to the, the 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 good stories don't come from the interview but the good stories come from trying to attempt to get them because you have to go talk to their agents yeah and yeah. you have to say hey can you set me up a time and then like you hook up and i've heard um crazy stories from these celebrities i'm doing bunny ear quotations um and they're just like totally douchey to the oh you who are you you're nothing da, 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 da. why are you saying that about and, edward and, furlong and, and i've had no what we'll, we'll have maybe next time i'll share my edward furlong story okay let, let me do okay uh, okay okay let me do my story so that'll get us to Edward Furlong next week. Okay. We'll do uh, 2010, uh, Craig and Brian from B Movies and Ebooks and I are at Dallas uh, at the Texas Frightmare. We're, I'm in line to get a free poster and sign uh, signatures from all the people in Laid to Rest. Or it was actually the sequel, Chrome Skull. Okay. Uh, in it uh, was uh, Brian Austin Green from 90210. 90210. The former favorite. ex Miss. Gave me hope I could be a rapper. What was it said? Uh, Megan Fox, the former ex Mister Megan Fox. Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's now no longer married to her. Oh really? Poor uh, guy. But also, I, I, it's not Tom, maybe Thomas. I think his name is Thomas Decker. He, he was the he was in the movie Late to Rest, but he's also he was John Connor, young John Connor in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Okay. All right. So we're in line to get these posters and get their signatures for free, and it's it's Thomas. This really attractive young blonde woman, another dude, and then down on the end is Brian Austin Green. Well, Thomas did the soundtrack for Laid to Rest, Chrome Skull 2 or whatever it was okay. called. Anyway, so he's trying to push the, the soundtrack off of me for $20. And he somehow, someone... In, in compact disc form for $20. Yes, yes back in the day. Beautiful. The CD, oh, okay. pre-band camp, pre-iTunes. Okay, no. okay. Anyway, so someone in line mentioned I was a musician. He goes, oh, you're a musician too? Well, I did the soundtrack for this and blah, blah, blah. He goes, you need to buy it. And he goes, if you if you do, this girl here will perform 
a favor for you. Okay, okay. Do you understand yeah, that? Yeah, I got you, I got you. And, and she was like, well, I don't know about that. And he goes, well, she won't, I will, big guy. And I'm like, whoa. And I'm thinking, you You're- know what? He's a C-illustrated actor. Uh-huh. And that C-illustrated actor just offered me performance. <laughs> right. I'm a little flattered. You should be, bro. I'm You're not a gay. beautiful man. I'm not gay. I'm perfectly, you know, you know content with my sexuality. Right. But a gay man just said, you know you what? Know? I'll totally do that for it's, you. Yeah, you don't want them there, but sometimes you just want to have the option to say You just no want to know that you're loved. You know, hey, no no, thank you, but I'm I'm attracted. You know, oh. I feel good about, about so what's going down. We all had a good laugh. Everybody signed it. Got to the end of the table. Brian Austin Green is there. Yeah. Did he what? offer the same thing? No. Oh. Brian Austin Green basically took... I was sad for a, you. Yeah. <laughs> he basically was talking to someone, took a silver marker, signed it, waved me on. And I was like, you know what, dude? You're a dick, and your wife, not that hot. Guess what? She divorced him. <laughs> That's good. Cause That's called karma. You know, I used to not think she was, but the more I see her and stuff, I'm like, she is very pretty. I don't think she is. I think she is. I think she's dumb, and dumb when dumb totally overshadows just it. Just doesn't do it for you. Yeah, once, they, once you open your mouth and you're stupid. I, I, you know, I liked her in the uh, new Ninja Turtle movie. I haven't seen the second one. I want to see it. You forget about all the things you hated about the first one when you see it. I like the first one. I can say that. Okay, well, then you'll be up. If if you like the first one and hate the second one, I'll be... uh, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to see it. Um, I liked her in This Is 40. She played her... I still haven't seen that for some reason. See? All the stuff stuff Megan Fox is killing it in, you're missing. So, um, anyways, that's my random... I did like uh, This Is 40, you know, a lot. I like Paul Rudd. I like... I do, too. I like all... Same writer, Judd Apatow. Yeah, I like Judd. I just haven't... Freaks and Geeks, bro. That's my that's my Freaks jam. And Geeks was I've awesome. probably seen Freaks and Geeks. I, but did you about did you watch times. the series after that? Um, uh, when in Undeclared. Uh, I, I've seen a few episodes. But I like I like entirety. Undeclared almost better than really. Freaks and Geeks. So yeah. it says Rogan's in that as well, right? Rogan's in that. Um, uh, the kid uh, Jay. Jay, the kid. Yeah, the Canadian. Yeah, the Canadian. Who his new show, I've seen not the entire thing, uh, Men Seeking or Man Seeks Woman or something. Have you seen okay, that? no. Is it on good? Netflix? Oh, my God. It's, it's it, a good is, uh, I like it a lot. Okay. But um, it's, uh, it's just, it's almost like, it's he's a, he's a dude going through life trying to find a significant other. Yeah. And it actually shows, like, these random thoughts that run through his head. And so, like, his girlfriend, there's one episode his girlfriend dumps him, and um, she starts dating this other guy. And when he meets him, it's because it's all, like, almost, like, made up, like, just yeah. fantasy. But they show it like it's reality. And she's like, oh, this is my new boyfriend, Hitler. And it's really <laughs> Hitler. And he's like, hey, I'm something, something. I forgot his name. He's like, Weinstein. And he's like, w- Hitler's like, Weinstein, you better watch out. They're <laughs> at this party, and everybody's like, ah! And so it's just funny of that, oh, my God, you hate that guy that your yeah. ex-girlfriend gets, no matter who it is, no matter how nice yeah. they are, no matter whatever. And so in his head, it's Hitler. And so they film this whole thing. And, nice. Um, you know, or he'll meet a woman, and they'll be like, mission control, and it'll go to a scene <laughs> where it looks like the Pentagon, and they're trying to figure out what to do. And so anyways, I, I really enjoyed the few episodes that I've seen. Of. One in the can. Do it. I'm excited. We're Done. bringing it back. Season 2, The Adventures of Toxic City Comics. Be back in a week with the next episode talking about Rebirth and whatever else comes across the old plate. I like that. ToxicCityComics.com for all your comic book needs. Look us up on Facebook. You'll see all the cool stuff we're doing. Stop by at the the physical store, Brick and Mortar. Come say hi to this uh, sexy hunk of geekery over here. Can't see me, but I'm shimmying. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) And and we'll see you next week. All right. We are out, out, baby. Podcast you just heard is part of the B and E.
Network. Brought to you by BeatMovies and eBooks.com. Mm-hmm.